hear this nice sound. Put your headphones on. Oh, I forgot I had to do that. Did anybody wipe these down after a talk soup? <laughs> Please save this. Wow. This sounds... Turn on the thing quickly. It is on? Oh, it's on? Great. You should add this to be part of the show. I want that as part of the show. Welcome, everyone, to Enlightened Up. That was Gordon, our producer. Gordon. We have a dog. We've got uh, we've got candles from Gordon. By the way, go get Gordon's candles. Oh, my God. I'm so excited about Gordon's candles. Exactly. It makes it worth all the service I'm going to hear from you driving so far. I mean, are we still in California? <laughs> Anything for you. Wow. Love master. Well, okay. I guess, well, listen, I went and saw you all the way 3,000 miles away. You did. In Pennsylvania. And uh, my gig didn't get canceled and yours did. Yes, I was canceled. I was supposed to play the big stadium there, but what did I do on my night off? You came to the you came to New Hope, Pennsylvania to see you. I was so excited. I saw you on Instagram. Thank God I watch Instagram. I watch you all the time on Instagram. I'm obsessed with YouTube. You are not. I am. I don't have anything on there. I look you at YouTube. do. You you go and you you teach people. That's right. You teach people. <laughs> When Are I you get, giving me a cross eye on only purpose? Only when I get nervous. Do you have a lazy eye? I have no idea. <laughs> I hope you caught that in his close up. No. It was very scary, actually, for a second. I thought I it, this long ride. I'm already feeling guilty about the long ride, no, and I thought it good. gave him a cross eye. He's got got a, a wacko eye. You have a cross eye to bear. What's so, going on? So you uh, remember? You're old enough to remember Clarence the Cross Eyed Lion. What show was that from? I don't remember. Oh no! Oh, was that Bozo? You? <laughs> no, 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 I don't even know. We could do trivia now. There was but, a show that had Clarence the Cross-Eyed Lion. It was called Doctari. I do not remember that. You don't. What, what shows did you watch when you were a kid? What were, you, what were your obsessions? I mean, I liked. By the way, it's Michael Orland. <laughs> if you tune into the episodes, that's why it's different than radio. I don't have to do some big intro. I love that. Yeah, you know, but we we just start talking, or you isn't a podcast are always only like talk. listening. So we're no, doing- they're watching on YouTube or listening. Audio. Oh my God! I, I don't would, want to confuse you. I had my hair done for today. You I have did. To put headphones on. I wear a shirt. I. You only see my neck up. What's happening? But you're preferring that. I do prefer you're, that. I know that's why you're wearing black, all black. By the way, I'm in mourning this. Afternoon. I have Richard Lewis here as our guest. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Cashless. Oh my God! That's the story of my life. <laughs> Yeah, well, being in music, we are, you know, the performing arts. We can be cashless or... One phone or, call away. Or li- one phone call away. But you teach people I do. I do a lot about of vocal music. coaching. I do vocal coaching. On internet. I do a lot on the internet. I've gotten a lot of my students through Instagram. And um, I'm wow. thankful because I have a guy that helps me do it. And it's really kept me out there. And it's been really great during this scary pandemic. Let me give you my, my feedback as if I didn't know you. Okay. You, this is hard to believe. You're very charming. I mean, it's, I, I know you don't think you're charming. No, I didn't. You're I funny didn't. and you're charming. But I just want to be like you when I grow up. No, it's not. Let's not be. I'm not being sarcastic right now. Uh, all right. You're, you're charming, really good looking. You really come across as so good looking on there. I'm telling you, it attracts me. Like I, it's, I stop scrolling I can't miss you. I can't. I can't miss you. You're there I with can't your. Quit you. There, you're there. I can't. Go. It's not broke back. Okay. It's fine. not quite at that point yet. Fine. But it's like you know it, you, and you have this nice relationship with the audience. I'm giving you feedback because 
this might help you continue on well, this I path. I appreciate that. No, listen, I love doing it. And I it even, shows. Um, I even, uh, I've had some people trying to reach out to me. I, I think doing a podcast would be fun. I've never done one. Well, you're basically doing one when you do these videos. Right, but you know. It's a little bit I don't, of a, I don't, have a I don't have a watch sponsoring me, <laughs> and I don't have a shirt company because I would be wearing something besides this black shirt if I did. So, so I mean, I mean, you've got this big resume, American Idol. Sixteen years you were there. Sixteen years, and you're not there anymore. I'm not there anymore. I need to clarify because now we can talk about them. Absolutely, you don't have can. to worry about your job now. No, I'm not worried about. I would, I would speak about it anyway. I've not, not a lot of bad things to say about it, but I do want to talk about it. <laughs> but, <laughs> about um, the bad things, that's well, where just, I'm going. There are a couple things about the whole um, reality TV singing competition show that there's some stuff messed up with. It's when off. I, when I have students, that you say, can curse on here, by the way. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, great. Son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> oh, that was awful. I, I have students. Wash that, your mouth out. <laughs> I have students that call me and say, should I audition for The Voice or The Idol or the America's Got Talent? And I say, 100%. Today, everything is social media. And I go, if you get on one episode and they show you and you yeah. do something that catches on, it's worth it. But you have to know going in, it is a talent show. It's a TV show, not a talent show. Right. And Because I've seen it's so many It's all about people. the stories. Of course. And I can predict who's going to win by the story. It's so, it's true a lot of the times, and then they also like a lot of the southern people because those people come out in droves and vote. But here's the problem. Is that true? Here's the problem. Now what? they look for stories so that the audience will latch on to somebody or something because they can't get ratings anymore. The ratings are horrible. Yeah, I, listen, I I follow people. I follow the woman that I saw on. I can hear your voice, or I can see your voice. Uh, that that, that show. show. Yeah, I heard yeah, it was I mean. Fun. You know, she completely fooled me. That's first of all. So I'm always attracted to that. Women who fool me. <laughs> so, that's, that's another podcast. I ended up following her because she had this extraordinary voice. Wow. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I mean, what came out, a lot of them on that show. It's like, have yeah. you ever seen that show? No, but I did just, um, I just did another, um, a little thing for Fox, a uh uh, what do you, a pilot presentation for Fox? Yeah, where I was actually a judge, and it was the most fun ever. Um, um, did it with um, just some great fun people, and um, but they had a lot of the singers on as like mock contestants that day from that show, and I was blown away by the talent. They were all from I can see your voice. Oh, no. yeah, yeah. It's like a pool of people that they go to, and you know what? So this one was the lifeguard. And like so she's supposed to be a lifeguard, and. You kind of believe it, and right. you're going, oh, nothing could come out of it. And then all of a sudden, it's just unbelievable. A lot of people, I mean, what does someone look like anyway? You can never predict what someone's going to sound like. I kind of like. By, the, by uh, their look. No, I kind of like in this day and time that you don't have to be a skinny Barbie girl. You can be anything. Anything. Anything goes. There's people, you know, first of all, musical theater and all that stuff got more in when there was shows like Glee and Smash and all that stuff. It was also acceptable for actors to sing. That like they used to come out from New York and casting people would say, "Oh, you're a Broadway singer. That means you can't act." Right. Like made, but today it's more acceptable. Yeah, I um, had that for years with being a comedian. Come on, you didn't. Of course, they don't think you can sing as a comedian. That's why I'm, I'm the only one that can decently sing. I got the lead in a Broadway play about comedy. Did you so, know that by the no, way? No. What you is that? You didn't know that? Oh, no. years ago. Yeah. Um, wait, what is that? I didn't know. It was know. called Funny Business. We were, we were rehearsing on Broadway. We went to the Kennedy Center, and we never made it to Broadway. It was from the Dodgers, you know, the big of producers. Course. 
Well, they couldn't find they couldn't find any comedians that could sing. So I was in all the versions of it because I can sing decently. But it, but still, at the at she the one who wrote it, she still didn't like my voice. So she kept having somebody in back of me. I it was like it was kind of creepy. I would like a who song. Wrote it, I would remember? go amazing, right? And then and he would start singing it back. He'd say all I was allowed to say at the end was amazing, right. and he would go the first because he had like the first place that you look find a jewel, right? But she liked that raspy thing, and I I'm think, I'm doing my Broadway amazing. I think <laughs> anybody that can um, imitate like you can can sing. I, I really do because oh, it's a good. Yeah. You have such a great ear. To hear all that stuff, it's oh, interesting. Wow, that I is wish interesting. I, you you, I wish I knew you. It's you were a singer when you used to come in all the time. Although, when you used to come into my open mic night or yeah. my shower of stars night at the Rose Tattoo, I never knew it was called that. It was called. I used to call it the fiftieth annual Golden Shower of Stars. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's not right. I miss those days. I do too. No, it, not the Golden Shower part. No, no, <laughs> I miss those days too. The like, best. And I don't think I appreciate it as much as I did then as I do now. That's exactly back on. right. In reflection, it was those were the greatest days because we were all that's when you were in your dream mode. That oh, was when totally. all the possibilities that were out there and you were in the moment and just having fun with artists, fellow artists Absolutely. struggling. You and know, when we, you used to come in, I used to go, Oh my God, I'm so happy he's here. Not only so funny, but I get a break. <laughs> oh, that's true. Because you would go off stage. You yes. were usually Everyone's backup piano. I don't, you know, have a cigarette or something. I right, think I right. Smoked then. Oh, I didn't. I didn't realize you left the room when I was there. That's, no, that's I great. used to watch in the back. I think you that could you smoke could smoke back, back then. then. That's exactly right. So, no, I would It's never. so strange you, now. I, I knew your whole act. Oh even my. when you came in and did new material. You didn't know. You didn't know that I sang. I don't sing. I, I mean, didn't know. Not like a pro, but I mean, I sing better than comedians do. I my goal is to be Javert. In the Les Mis? Yes. I didn't know that. Let's start working. Valjean, at last, we see each other plain. Monsieur Le Maire, you wear a different shirt. <laughs> so, really, you, these microphones and headphones. Did are that amazing. fuck you up? Was no, it's amazing. It kind of got me a little. Fugitive running, falling from rushing. Fallen from grace. I could do better than Russell Crowe. Oh, and right. Yes. Well, then again, the dog. Lying here, but do better than Russell. Can anybody Crow. see my puppy? No, it's a beautiful puppy. But I mean, I have no confidence. Now, this part you didn't know. I, my debut, I went away to college. Yeah. Purposely away from Philadelphia, where they beat you up if you were in theater. Wow. Literally, they beat you up. I used to peek in there and longingly think, oh, like, I want to be on that stage. I did lights one time for the Fantastics. I mean, this is what I, this is my, oh, I loved yeah. it. I couldn't do it. I was too afraid. Wow. So I went away to college. They gave me the lead in a play where they said, we're going to give you the tough, you have a five octave range, which I had no idea what an octave was. Sure. Let alone that I arranged a man arranged from oven. I don't know what. The, right. What, an appliance. And they gave me a song that's very hard to sing. Something's coming. You know that one. From West Side Story. Yes, which I love West Side Story. But I was a closeted lover of West Side I Story. I understand. You, you, so you were afraid to get like bullied if you oh, love music? Interesting. Be literally... Beaten. That's what it was like in the two one five. I went out. Oh yeah. I mean, I went out for the football team. I shouldn't have gone out for the football team. I was not qualified. Wow. Five foot one, ninety two pounds. Not qualified to, <laughs> with no pubic hair. That was you the worst could, part. You couldn't say four foot three thirteen. It sounds better than five one. Does it really? Yeah. But, but I was. I'm being real here. <laughs> I was five one. Wow. Four thirteen. 
My God, fam- you're a comedy just... writer. You should try that. No. How about I'll coach you in comedy, you coach me in singing. I'll, we can both live it. our destinies. Let's, I want to do sit down comedy though. You should though. You are always. You've always been funny. I'm gonna. Re- we should do that. Come on. Anything to make you. it worth your drive. I don't have to hear about. It. Oh, I'm so <laughs> I, all I can think about now is the drive back. I can't even concentrate. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta re- refocus here. I didn't hear a thing you said. <laughs> it was. Oh, my God. So they give me this West Side Story song, and they said, and I got drunk because I was so nervous. Wow. Because I had nowhere to rehearse. You're in dorms. I didn't want to rehearse in the dorms. Where are you supposed to rehearse when you're, yeah, I got to sing West Side Story in a dorm? I'm brand new to the college, freshman. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? This was 300 miles away from Philadelphia. I was poor, so I got California University of Pennsylvania. Oh, my God. Yeah, I figured, hey. You went to Cup? You've never heard of this. Never. <laughs> I love that he calls it cup. Like, hey, I was a You went to CUP? I was. <laughs> I taught there for three semesters. Oh God, I w- I'm a tenured professor at I cup. I dropped out. <laughs> so, yeah, I went away and they said, something's coming. Well, I got drunk and this guy, Ed Ball, was on stage with me. He was supposed to say, I'm sure something's coming. That's the cue line in yeah. this song. He says he gets nervous. I'm looking at him for some, you know, some base and foundation. Right. He goes, oh, I'm sure something's bound to come up. I go, bound to come up. And he leaves the stage and I hear Bev on the piano. You can do it for me right now. And then and I'm going, I don't, know where, I don't know where to come in. All of a sudden this warmth comes over me. I'm wearing beige pants. I full on pissed my pants. That is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I meant it must have been really warm, I meant. <laughs> I mean, so you were into I've told that? the story once in a while to people. But you, you No were, one has ever responded with that's so hot. I've never, ever expected. I usually get, oh, poor I little I didn't know Craig. you were into water sports back no. then. I knew when, the, when you came to the Rose Tattoo you were. You must host your own podcast. <laughs> You're hosting this one. No, so, stop. So... I am. Yeah, so, listen, so, so can I say what, what a huge fan I am of yours? And seriously, Stop. when I told no, when I told Mary Lou Henner that you were coming to the show, yeah, she even got excited. No, yes, I will get to another time. All right, I wanted to tell Fine. you about my experience. Keep going. This is so why I never sang in public again. Go ahead. Full on, me. pissed my pants, yep. searching for the note. Dun-na, dun-na, dun-na. I'll never forget. I'm going. Do I come in here? And I wouldn't commit. I go. Could be. Who knows? There's something to any day. Something oh was my. coming. You. My, f- I, I was I was the writer of You're in Town. Oh my from god! Should have been. <laughs> oh my god! Honestly, got so what a so good story, I fought, so uh, uh, horrible story. No, but it, I'm a 17, 18 year old kid. It completely damaged me. But how did? And you- then I would get to the parts that I knew the words because I was like something with a click with a shock, and I go. Open the latch, something's coming, don't know when, it'll see it right away as soon as it, catch. I'm so mad there was no YouTube back then. <laughs> How are you? Yes. For my humiliation. No, there's a YouTube in my head that prevented me from singing all those years. Wow, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm insecure. I can get you out of that. That's like one of my fortes is building somebody's confidence. I'm not kidding. Oh, no, I know you're not. I watch your program. It's, it's literally awesome. all I'm about. Uh, technically, I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I do. Yeah, but you I, do. I, I, I mean, like there are other people that are as technically great as me. I think my forte is building somebody's confidence, and that's what I know how to do best. And that's what you need. You said something earlier, though. It is very true. You said you do impressions. I have an ear. I really do. I mean, I, first day I worked with Patrick Stewart. You know who he is? Of course. First day I said, I bet I could do an impression of him. 
and I couldn't stop doing it the entire time I was working with him. Like did I said, well, hey, Pat, I said, Patrick, did you ever tuck your jewels by your ass when you were a kid and you tuck them back and you see it look like as a woman? Did you ever give yourself a mangina? <laughs> he, goes, he goes, yes, Craig, I've done a mangina. Every man has. You're naked in bed. One day goes, it disappears. You have a mangina. That is a good impression. And I kept, I kept, again, it's I, hot. What I are was you doing so, to me? I was so annoying. I was so annoying to that him. Go, he goes, go do your little, little commie skit in El Segundo or wherever you go, Craig. That is a good impression. So I have an ear. So when I, when I would sing, I would do like, you know, Johnny Mathis or something. Let's hear a little Misty. Chestnuts roasting oh. on the open iron. So that's what I would do. That's excellent. Or I would do, you know, singing impressions, but I would never do me. So this is what I'd like you to do. Okay. Because when we work voice. together, find my voice. Yeah. There you well, go. Well, that's everybody's that's what you problem. Do. When you audition for all those shows, that's what you have to do. Because a lot of kids today, they sing a Billie Eilish song and they imitate Billie Eilish. Exactly. And they go to an Adele song and they sound like Adele. The, the thing is, is to find your voice, and I will do that with you. I'm not kidding. How I'm do not. you find your voice? What is the technique? Are you allowed to share it, or do you keep it a secret until they just, pay you a lot of money? <laughs> I, well, you must I, make a lot of I'll money. i give you my pandemic rates. Well, I don't have enough. Uh, I don't make enough money to have a driver to go to Westlake Village, but I, everything else is going well. <laughs> so you're a good comic. That's a callback. See that? But eventually I you're going to have one of those in a few auditions. Eventually you're going to drive that call back right out of funny. <laughs> it's it's going to get taken Uber that, and out of here. That's my problem. Like, I don't know how to stop. Like I have, it's almost like joke Tourette's. Like I don't want to say it, but it comes out and I can't, and I know it's not funny anymore. I shouldn't have just, called. Just yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. You're like a, how do you help me with It's like that? a saboteur. You know, you, you've yeah. got this career in comedy. And then you do like a Jackie Mason and give Ed Sullivan the but finger. Six, what the hell are you doing? I'll get the finger for you. Ed Sullivan, I'll get a finger for you. I'll get finger for you. That's why he got thrown off. Right. You heard about that. Of course. It's and a legendary he, story. Then he had a big comeback, and now where is he? Dead. Dead. He just died a little while ago. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, 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 this is going to be you. Should we do dueling, uh, Jackie Mason? And here I come. How, how far did I come here? Am I still in California? <laughs> I'm not going to bring it up again. <laughs> that is such a lie. Let's just see if I can do it. Let's see if you can do it. Yeah, Hold on to yourself. Again, I don't. I can't control finding the voice. How do you find someone's voice? It's just a matter of getting them to sing something that they don't identify. Like if you take an old Motown song, you're not going to imitate the Four Tops. You're not going to imitate. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like so, sing some of those songs and then go. Okay, maybe this this is your voice, and then go to a stylized one like. Um, you know, Billy, I keep saying Billy Eilish, but even like um, Olivia Rodrigo, people sing these Olivia Rodrigo songs and they're. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> she's like one of the biggest artists ever. No. Oh, sure. Really? A Sabrina Carpenter song, an Ariana Grande song, any of those people. Oh, the Carpenters. I, I know the Carpenters. Yeah, I love them. If I, is that what you just said? If you were a Carpenter and I were a lady, we'd be out of here. Wait. Um, you would build me a home. I would. If I was a carpenter. Okay, let, we yeah. can talk about Ariana Grande because she's a judge on The Voice coming up. Now, I will actually watch that show now. Well, I watched it when Jennifer Hudson was on because I love that woman. Wait a minute. Because you have a judge that you like. I will watch it. That will make you watch the show? But really? That is what The Voice is about. Their the relationship is, is very fun. 
the voice is never. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm, yeah, I, we've right. had enough of, of you know Blake Shelton. Is he still on it? He's still on it. Yeah, he's yeah. Whatever. He, I don't judge. He must have photos. He must have photos in compromising oh. positions of producers to I be on could. that long. I'm not knocking him, but it's like enough already. If I were, if the shtick is the same. Being, I get it. If this were not being televised, I'd be making so many faces at you right now. <laughs> but I can't even do that for crying out. <laughs> but listen, here's the thing about the judges. Yeah. I don't care about that. See, the judges aren't allowed to judge. When American Idol started, Randy, Paula, Simon, the best. They had real chemistry. It was a real show. There it was, was organic. No, yes, and there was no producer saying, okay, you have to sing only up tempos this week, or you have to sing only songs written after 2000. That's what they have to do now for ratings because they're, they're dropping, dropping, oh, dropping. Wow. And so that's why that show works so well. And, and somebody could give some constructive criticism even if it was a little mean-handed, like from Simon, but that's why it worked today. Judges can't judge. Every week they say, oh, my God, that was great. That was the performance of a lifetime. And then when they get voted off, they're like, well, you weren't that good. But tell those kids like before so they can fix it. They mm -hmm. don't. Oh, wow. And then the producers will say to the kids, well, you better be careful. What did the judges say? And, I, you know, you can't convince the kids that the, what the judges say doesn't really have any pull. And when yeah. you're work, working with their arrangements, do they choose the song or is it chosen for them by, by a producer? They, or I, I can only speak for Idol because I, I, yes. I, I do know a couple things about The Voice because I've had students on The Voice mm -hmm. um, that a lot of that so those songs are picked. American Idol, the songs are not picked. They really do have a list and they really are allowed to pick it, but there are restraints on them that you know only certain people can sing a ballad this week or, mm. you know, whatever. It's, it's all they bring you things. the charts or do you make the no, charts I with mean, them? Well, I mean, you do music. the arrangement. How does it they, work? They give us music. But, like, I'm going to say ever since maybe season seven or eight, like even Adam Lambert years, maybe even a little before that, I'm, I'm remembering Chris Daughtry on season five. And they would, like, that was like the beginning of YouTube. And so they would come and say, hey, you see this arrangement like this guy did on YouTube? I want to kind of do something mm. towards this. Like, but, you know, before that, there was nothing. We would just right. make stuff up. It's raw. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like Adam Lambert, you know, I'll, I'll never forget Disco Week for Adam Lambert. And he said um, he wanted to do, you remember the um, disco song? I just went blank. I Will Survive. No, but I was um, right burn, now. Burn, baby, burn. Right now I'm petrified. <laughs> First I was afraid. First I was afraid. It was, was uh, if I Can't Have You. Remember that song? Yeah, if, if I Can't it. Have You. I don't, I don't want nobody, yeah. baby. That one. And we I made it. He's like, oh. I want to make this into a heart-wrenching ballad. And we did that. Now, everybody who's watching this podcast needs to go on on YouTube and see that. It was if brilliant. If I can't have you. That was it. Like, it's just a ballad. I don't want nobody, baby. <laughs> baby, my but baby. Baby doesn't have to be so emphasized. Oh, see, that's I'm how kidding. you work with people. Yeah, that's right. I emphasized it too much. Yeah, but That's because I'm a comic. I'm going to give you a secret. I understand. To comedy. We look for Bs. I understand. B words and P words and K words They're are funny. funny. So, funny. I don't want nobody, baby. See, that's funnier <laughs> Then, then I don't. I don't want. What about no. what would you do if you sing "Papa, Can You Hear Me"? How would it be? How would it go? Papa, can you? <laughs> Papa, Papa, <laughs> Papa. Look at your dog oh just looked God, at me just, like I'm out geez. of my mind. Because only dogs heard that. It was so. Bad. <laughs> Let me try that again. Uh, so, so the, have you worked with someone? They they've approached you and they've advanced in American Idol. We're back to American Idol. Yeah, they've advanced. 
and you're just like going, I don't know how this person advanced. Sure, there were people like that. Yes, and you're just, I'm going to have to work with what I got here. But that's okay. But you know what? That was the great thing about Idol is that, like, I'm talking now the first nine or ten seasons. Like, it didn't matter. Like, there were people that didn't go that far that were still, there was something great about them. They might not have been the best singer, but they were a great performer. They had, I don't know. I remember people that were brilliant that didn't make it through Hollywood week. And I was like, how could they cut that person? You know, season nine, Tori, um, Amos. No, <laughs> no, no. Wait a minute. So somebody no, was cut singer. early. She, she was cut. And she Hollywood became famous. Very. Really, except you can't remember her I last cannot, name. <laughs> because I'm almost 60. Oh, jeez. So, oh, there's, oh, look at, they're showing that performance right now. Yeah, but nobody can see it except for us. There's oh, the, the Adam Lambert But uh, now, if you guys can scroll to the end of it, he, Simon says, I, I'm surprised you did something so heartfelt like that. And he says, I have to thank Michael Orlin. He's a genius. He says this? He no. says it on the By TV. By the way, folks, you notice this is the one clip that he says to go to? Well, the I, one have, that says I you're have another genius one. And I have with another that, one. Uh, another one where you're... Somebody you're, else called Someone cites out. you. <laughs> someone cites you. Well, why not? This is, you know, you know that's what... It's listen. better than pay. Oh, you know, and I'll, by the way, it leads to pay. I mean, yeah, I have all this credibility. You've no, been on listen. a show, for, American Idol, for sixteen years. It's been people, very Simon, gift. talking about what a genius you are. This was not going on at the Rose Tattoo no. when you were tickling the ivories with your fro. No, uh, you know. and my um, what's you call it when it's ascot? No, in the back when there's air in the back. Oh yeah, the, 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 it was mullety. Mullet, yeah, it was mullety. You. What it do you mean you don't know what it is? I forgot the name of it. There's a lot of blanking going on today. I'm a little concerned. <laughs> it's because I was in the car so long. Okay, and that's the last time I'll bring it up. That was the third and last. <laughs> it was not the third. I agree. It was the fourth the 30th, and last. The 30th. No, let's count. I want to go back and count. We're going to count, okay? okay? You're not the only one that does this. You don't believe the guilt that I have. So you live in the neighborhood, right? I do, that's honestly. Why you par that's why you it's Easy your, for me. I mean, this is an amazing space. Yes. I love this We get space. a lot more bang for the buck in, in this, this area than you do in Hollywood. I'm Where in, do you live? I'm tell in the to, please tell me. City. Oh, good valley. I don't feel as bad. I'm in the valley. Yeah, people came from Larchmont. All right. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I would say I'm either coming at 10 a.m. or don't ask me to come. Right. Okay. So you've said that many times. So uh, <laughs> that was just with the massage therapist. Exactly. That's where I was going with it. But sometimes in comedy, you don't get direct. Okay. Just, See, just to I'm give you a little tip. So much. I'm I, I hope that this is an education for you. This is a huge so education. It will absolve me of this, what I'm feeling right now. So you take, you these, get you take these people. Yeah. Right. And they are all good singers, though. They have to be if they get that far. 100%. There's nobody getting past. No. But sneaking they, sneaking through. No, but there was somebody in the old days, and I'm not going to name names, because, and he also has an okay career right now, but Simon used to be so mean to him every week, and we used to literally twirl in the curtains and say, bye-bye, mister, and he they'd keep him on because that was the fun of American Idol. Like, Simon would be so mean to him, people would vote for him. Oh. Because they'd feel bad. That. But no. then what about season three when Jennifer Hudson got voted off? Who? What the hell? Jennifer I, Hudson was voted off? Yes. I mean, I cried like a baby that week. Really? Yes. Because you thought this is a superstar. 100%. Oh, yeah. She had, literally has the goods. Do you know, do you just know that this is this is a potential superstar? Not always, but a lot of, a lot of times you do. And then again, though, some do not right. become. That's right. 
You know, Listen, look at Justin Guarnini. He's doing these commercials. Yeah, but what's wrong with that? And making a lot of money. And making a lot he's of money. He's not singing in the commercial. No, but he still does a lot what of What does he do? He does, he does a lot of Broadway. He plays a strange character. Yeah, on the Dr. Pepper. Yeah, what is that character? I'm, I'm a huge fan, so I can't say. That no, any, you say I mean, what he does. That's, yeah, that's, no, I mean, I'm just saying I can't say anything negative of I'm that I'm not boy. saying anything negative. That boy. By the way, you know he's from where you just performed. From New Hope. I know. Right we were, next to New Hope he's wait, from. We, he was actually going to maybe come to the show, but he was, like, doing a lot of traveling. Well, yeah, he, well, he maybe came. I did come, okay, just so you know. Okay. All right, I, well. I did show up. Anybody else you know that came to Mary Lou Henner's show? She had a one-person show. I had in, a few people come. In New Hope. No, I'm talking about, like, uh, you know, Idol any people? stars. Any stars show up? Well, she a people, draws stars. Doesn't didn't some people show up? For she her? brought an astronomer came. That was <laughs> that was the worst. I'm sorry. I'm trying. I'm trying out new material with you. Um, how about uh, she had some people come from her? You know, first of all, a couple people came from her Greece thing. But that was the first night of our first performance. I was there. And, no, you were on our second night. Or it was, no, it turned out to be the first night. You were rained out the first night. That's why they came the night before, and it was it was we oh. had no electric, and so we right. couldn't go on. Oh, so they didn't never even got to see the they show. They never got to see it or sing it or nothing. Were they going to be part of the show? You're, they she were. was going to bring them up on stage, they do a little duet, like when it, when some grease lightning. In, yeah, they were going to do. Um, I forgot what's a Beatles song or something together. She did a duet with anybody that came on. It was so much fun. Some, one of the coast, one of her co-stars in the Hallmark movie she does, they came and did. Um, How come I wasn't asked to do sing? I, I didn't know you sang like that. Oh, geez, if I would, I would have made you come up and sing. Something's it's been a coming. Hard day's night. <laughs> I could do something's coming. Finally, get it out without peeing. We should have. Yeah, that, I, if I knew that story, I would have made you do that. Well, we could have done something else, like a duet. Like yeah. she could be dying in my arms as Eponine. Yeah. And I could be Marius. Oh, my God. And a little bit of rain. Never hurt anybody. Little fall of rain, I will stay with you till you are sleeping. And rain will make the flowers grow. See, you have a great voice. You will live beneath, dear God above. You can sing on pitch. Your wounds with words of love. All right, I Hold me now and let it be. Do you really? No, I don't. Yes, you do. I don't. I I sang one night with Lindy Robbins, our old friend. Of course. Who's a oh, huge songwriter She's now? She's the biggest and so talented. We were all like homeless together, right? <laughs> what happened? Now we can get a room. I can't from even. Her. Get, I can't even get a, get her on the phone. She won't come to here. Come to here? Are you kidding? She won't go. She wouldn't even go see me perform last weekend, and she I lives down the come, street. And I was not. She lives down the street. She, well, she, it's because of COVID, though. She's COVID paranoid, and she found a love. You know that, right? I know, and I'm so happy. How, for yeah, right. So, Lindy Robbins. It. We all started this rose tattoo. Those are my. The heyday. Those are my those are my my gay days. Actually, not heyday. Okay, <laughs> those the my gay, gay days, days. Like at Disneyland. It was awesome to be there. But you were so loved at that club, not just by me for a break. Literally, we used to like go. Here comes the love master. Well, here comes comedy. I mean, it was mostly singers. But you remember, um, like Martha Jane used to come in. Actually, she did. That's right. And may she rest in peace. And she died. She's dead. What? I'm sorry to bring you down. Wow. Comedy's not funny. Now, see, I heard that Charlie Watts died today, but this, this much more has much more impact on me. What about um, I did, you know who I else didn't know Charlie Watts? Wait, um, she's an amazing actress. She was a host on The View for a little bit. Um, Black. Yep. Help oh, me. oh, Sherry she, Shepard. Sherry Shepard. Get out. She used to tell me all the time when I first went to The View to play piano for Catherine McPhee. 
She told what? me that she was that I was so nice to her. She used to take a bus because she couldn't afford it. Anything else? She was part of our gang. Yes, and she used to come in Tuesday nights and do some stand up. Wow, I had How no crazy idea. Is that? See, this is the type of thing that you know. I think that you know. I hate to do this generational thing. This generation doesn't have these experiences. You're right. Because everything's on YouTube. Everything's quick. People move on. And people, the, we developed our stuff in these clubs and had a camaraderie. Okay, so and sex. I, this, <laughs> you had a lot of that. I just have stories. I won't. I won't share any. But listen, we here's were the, the Rolling thing. Stones of the cabaret circuit. Totally, it was awesome. But I'm going to tell you, this is one of the things I don't like about any reality TV. Yeah, it gives you a false sense of. Uh, of getting famous overnight and not working at it like we all did in the clubs. Oh. You had to go to every club and get oh. booed and wait to go on last right. and right. Yeah. have One three people two in, in the there. morning. Yeah. Yes. And but that's how you learned everything. So you you're do. telling me that the people that you're, you know, working with as they're advancing in idol, they they're not working at you know, two one one o'clock in the morning. Obviously they're not working in smoky rooms. Nobody does that anymore. No, but I'll but they're you. not, you know, Next to a mechanical bull because it was a it was a country western bar the week before. Right, none of that stuff. No, but I'll tell you this: the ones that are successful today, and there are only people from Idol like that. You can say that. I don't know of the other shows. Maybe one or two from America's Got Talent and The Voice. But there are so many successful people that left Idol because those are the ones that have a great work ethic that didn't just try to beat the system and get a fast pass to success. They really do work at it. Um, again, some of it's lucky. You know, the music business changed from the beginning of Idol. The internet changed from the beginning of Idol mm. to later. They used I to never have, think about that. It's yeah, been on so two, long. Season two, the kids used to sit, get five minutes each to sit around a laptop, a desktop computer with a dial-up modem to see what the message boards on AOL said about them. Like, that was all they it had. It has not been that long. No. 100%. 2002, I remember So they're that. going... Yes. Yes. <laughs> And there was, a, there was one right off the set, right off the set. No. I swear to you. I remember, like, people going, come on, you know, Clay and Ruben, get off the computer. It's my turn. And Simon is a bit of an act, right? I think he is because I think he's such a great guy. Right. But he. I, I, the times I met him, he's just like this. Such a nice guy. Same stinks birthday, of cigarettes, though. Same birthday. Stinks like he's. Stinks like cigarettes. That's all right. I don't care. No, I don't. I, it's, Do you, you smoke I don't. marijuana and I don't care. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's 4:20 right now. I, I, I have to go. I quit smoking. Yeah, me too. And it's amazing, though. When I say that, it's because I have much more of a sensitivity. Uh, I'm not judging. It's like I've been. No, there. I know. And then it makes you go to your. Did you do this? It makes me go. Oh, am I glad I quit smoking? I am fooling no one. You're fooling no one. Absolutely. You could be chewing gum. It doesn't matter. That's it's in your pores. It's horrible. Yeah. When I, did you I, quit? I miss it. I quit oh, same like here. Thirty years ago. What? Oh, I'm not even going to talk to you. How long ago did you quit? Nine months. <laughs> oh, let's go out. Let's go out for a cigarette. <laughs> oh, believe me. No, I'm. If I, you had my brand, I probably would. I have an app though. It's, a, it's called Quit Now. What did you? It's smoke? a specific brand, and if I see it, it's just uh, American Spirit. Oh, I've seen. So those. you're so yeah, you're so old, or quit so I used long to do, ago. Like, more lights, more. Oh, you Remember did the not. Long brown ones more. I smoked. If those someone too. wondered if you were gay. I'm not. That they would think they were, you were uh, with the more. Okay, <laughs> they would think they, you're killing me softly. That would, with my song, your schlong actually. Oh, kill me softly with my. Oh, I should do that. Kill me. I'll do the, the love, love master. Do it. Ready? Does kill. Kill me softly with with my schlong. <laughs>
And what are the what are the other words? Yeah, That's the problem. I don't know words to anything. I heard he sang a good song. I heard he had. I heard. <laughs> oh my god! I just. I heard he here. had a good song. I heard. <laughs> yeah, Listen, baby. Do you? The Love Master was my favorite, and also Barney Fife. It's a uh, Love Master is a lot of people's uh, favorite. You know, now, I love you still it because do it. I do, but the advantage of it is I get to change the lyrics. It doesn't have to be. I can. It's not like. Springsteen has to do Born to Run. He can't right, do you're right. one night, I'm born to jog, That's I'm right. born to trot. So you can do whatever you want. You know, the audience would go crazy. Maybe hey, I'm born to trot. No, that's not the, no. I can do lots of new love. I could do, I could do, uh, I'll take you to a wet lab, baby, and woo. <laughs> I'm social distance six feet. That's just a tip, baby. Oh my God! Yeah. That's the See, best. I can do. I can update it and everything else. That's but the best Love Master is just this character. You know where he comes from? No, I don't. I don't remember. No, nobody does because oh, I'm, I'm sharing it for the first time. Holy, this it, is like it, big. Well, maybe a few other times, okay. but but I was a geek. Yeah, I told you I was five one or what was I four thirteen? You were four thirteen and ninety pounds in in high school ninety one. Anyway, so I um, was a geek, and all the girls were used the f word, friend. Yeah, always the it. friend. I hated it. Yeah, and they would, you know, how girls pee together. The posse pee in yeah, high yeah, school. Yeah. They took me with them. That's that's wow. the way I was. I was in that zone. Wow. And they were always talking about bad guys, and that's the love masters, the bad guy that they really wanted. And that's so funny. You Give the geek out. a chance, baby. It's funny you turned out the way you did. Well, how did I turn out? Well, so manly, but I like it too. Well, you know, it's it's funny Seriously. because I was talking to people about this the other day. It's like how we come across. Like, there's an assumption that, you know what I mean? A lot of people make these assumptions. Like, oh, I have to tell you, a woman called me the other day. She said, I had no idea. She heard me on a podcast. She had no idea I was abused and bullied and t- tiny and all of those things. Kidnapped by a pedophile. I mean, uh, nobody knows I these things know from story. this big guy yeah. that uh, looks like he's got it together. White guy, probably racist, you know, probably sexist. So they make all these assumptions. That's and then when I get attacked on social media for something they didn't understand... They do it with those assumptions, and they never would, would never do that if I was, you know, a tiny little right. Asian gay man, you know, what I mean, or whatever it is. An you know AGM, what I mean? we call it an AGM. Uh, I Asian didn't, gay man. Who's we? But, who's we? I don't know. <laughs> who's the um, we? <laughs> let, wait, let me just ask you this. Wait, so yeah. the whole I was supposed to be interviewing you, but go ahead. This is my last the, question. The I'll whole um, social media thing where people are so mean, you know, without showing their face. Terrible. Yeah, Horrible. I call them the keyboard cowards. Horrific. Horrific. Yeah, it's horrific. I'm so disgusted by it, and I just, and It's know. worse if you're a comedian. Is it? Oh, it's, this is, is the worst time in history to be a comedian. Oh, because then so many have think lost about their it. careers because of think saying about something it. or what? Think about it. Something you did in the past, boom, you're gone. I, something I'm you sorry. say now, boom, you're gone. Something they misunderstand, boom, you're gone. Something that's not your ethnic group or gender persuasion, gone. If I you say like so, this whole cancel culture. It's, it's awful. Joke. And then we already... Had the FCC after us. We can't go on television, say most things, but it. But they are. But now you've add to that culture, mm-hmm. and, to, and I don't even know who's in charge of this culture. I don't like, either. Like, there's no leaders of the cancel culture, but no. they are powerful. They certainly. I don't are. even know how they do it. I mean, remember we were growing up. We had like a Ralph Nader was the leader of. You know what I mean? So funny of that party, yeah. What's that? Yeah, yeah. He like had a specific, you know, he's banning Corvairs for being bad, you know, whatever. Oh my god! But now, like, who is leading the charge of having comedians banned for something they said, something they said years ago or did years ago? No, I don't get it. Oh, I it's thought disgusting. about just the rose tattoo days that I spent hanging. 
if been one of trouble. those days I would have been done, me tooed, us tooed, yeah. <laughs> him tooed, I would have been everything yeah. tooed out. Yeah. If any of that got out, or if it but, gets out now, I just announced it. So the hell with all of you. They're care. gonna look for it. <laughs> they're going to look for Are it. Are there any cassette tapes somewhere laying around? Oh, I've got cassettes. I have. I have one of my mom. Do you? One of my mom. Um, she smoked pot that night. Oh my god, that's the best. She came back from a date. She had no idea that I was stoned with my friend Dave. We were already doing Cheech and Chong into a recorder. Hey man, what do you think of this stuff, man? Oh man, I mean, we did this whole thing, and oh she walks in. After a date, she I went out with a hippie. And she was so stoned. She says, I had this stuff. It was, I don't remember the name. It was a pot, marijuana, called chameleon silver. That's Colombian gold. So to this day, my friends, back east, you got, a, that. You got any, uh, you got any uh, chameleon silver? And then she says, and then we had the stuff out of a stone called the tie rod. That's tie stick. Oh, my God. Oh <laughs> and my I God. lost that tape, and I would pay, I would pay probably. Big bucks thousands for that damn tape. Oh. It was the funniest thing. And my other friend in the background, when she wasn't there, all the friends, one of my mom, he kept going, hey, Shoe, Shoe, where's your lady at? Where's your lady at, Shoe? He repeats it over and over again. Like Rain Man, where's your lady at, Shoe? So oh, my God. I went, Is that what they called you, Shoe? Everybody calls me Shoe. Except for that. you. I don't. No. You can call me Shoe. I might now. I, I, I like it because... I like it better than Craig, you know. Really? I'm going to call you Shoe from now on. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's a compliment. That's fantastic. Jeez. Oh, I want to be just like you. You would be Orr back east. Oh, I hate that. There's no ring to that. I see Orr like If I'm going to teach you comedy, there's no ring to Orr. No, what do I do? Now, Boar, that I, would be good. I, it's a B or a P. Borland. Or a Portland. Orland. Yeah. Now, people do pronounce your name. Orland and Orland. Orland and Orland, yeah. I mean, Ellen. De I went on Ellen DeGeneres like 75 times with all the idle kids as they get voted off. Oh, you can look that up too. Um, every Like from season four to 10 or 11, mm -hmm. they, she used to have singers on every single week. When they were voted off? As soon as the next day. Like, so, like I feel sorry for them kind of thing? No, she was really into the show at the time. Yeah. And then she was a judge on it, and it was not oh, the right. greatest thing. Yeah, I forgot but about I, that. You know. I, I loved her. And what did she call I you? I love her. She would say, um, Michael Orland at the piano. And I, I didn't care because people say it, Orland, Orland. And she put, Orland, a, she put the Orland, emphasis on land. Orland, Orland. Orland. And you know, I am from a town next called Orland. Honest no to God. In Philadelphia, yeah. Oh, and I know the only of the Orland, um, California. I didn't know there was, but in a, Philadelphia, there's Orland. I didn't know Orland, that. PA. The Is only place in our... Orland. O-R-E. Because it's I guess they made or you know, they got or there. Don't look at Ellen. Is this Ellen uh, <laughs> keeps coming up with these clips? I our love producer. It. Uh so you were on there. Jeez, you have this resume that's ridiculous. Five times I was I think I was Ellen said I was the most frequent guest on our paid guest on our show besides her mother. Do you know Anatoly? Do you know him? Anthony? Fedorov? Yes. Yeah, of course. He's a buddy of mine. I love Anthony. He sang here in my parking lot with Kenny Loggins at REO Speedway. No in way. my parking lot. And Todd Schroeder. I love Todd. And Lynn Rose. They're all up here. And Susie Rose, all up in my parking lot. I love Susie Rose. I wish oh you would have come here for that. Well, you we had, had a jam. Todd Schroeder. I didn't need it. You didn't need me. But Todd just gave me a little job. I'm working tomorrow with um, Eric it. McCormick because he's not available. Eric McCormick, he did um, 76 trombone. He did um, yes, and right, Will Music and Man. Yeah, right? he did do Will and Grace. That's so funny that you remembered him from that before. Before Will and Grace. Yeah, no, I love that you did. Well, uh, and Craig Bierko, I saw him in that. I go to a lot of Broadway shows. Well, I go to half the show. Where there's a broad will. 
What? Where there's a broad will. There's a way. There's a broad way. There's a white way. <laughs> and I'm all so as a matter of fact, I would sneak into shows at at the intermission. intermission. Well, we used to do that all the time. You did? In the early days. Oh, I'm not a, the only cheap bastard? No. I you know how many times how I did you do it? To, um we used to just go in, in intermission, we just like stand with the crowd and mingle in and go upstairs in the balcony. I yeah. you know how many times I saw Ain't Misbehaving and they're playing our song and Dream Girls, second act. Uh, yeah, second act. I know those. We shows saw so we well. snuck into um, <laughs> snuck little, into Music Man. We so Craig Bierko was in it, and me what and my buddy, it? me and my buddy's from Philly, so he's got the Philly accent. And then and it, it ends, and we were pissed because we turned to each other. Goes and he goes with his Philly accent. Where's seventy six trombones? Oh my! God. And we were mad. It's something we were seeing for free that they didn't have it. And all of a sudden, (laughs) it was the big finale. It's the finale that they gave you that false sense, like that that it was over. I'm going, oh, my God. I'm not even going to applaud for these bastards. I paid no money for this. No money. So uh, (laughs) then they came out and they did it, and we went nuts. And what remember, like, though, years later, and, like, this was in recently, then they used to have to show you ticket stub to get back in. Because I think they were on to on to people. Yeah. They, now you can't even do it. You, you can't, can't do it anymore? No way. You can't second act a show anymore. What? I'm telling you. Well, first of all. I guess because I'm mature, I don't even think about this. Well, but, you can, what, are you going to get an empty seat in Hamilton? I don't think so. Well, no, not or Hamilton. Wicked? I don't think so. By the way, you you probably have major connections to get seats for these yes, things. Yes, you let me know. Oh, I'm letting you know. Hamilton, I've never seen Hamilton. I'm going Thursday night with Mary Lou to the opening. You are the not. Contagious. Mary Lou's my date. What, d- d- dump her. I didn't know. She not, might not be feeling well because I'm going to. She doesn't feel well. I'm going to send somebody you know. with COVID over to see her. <laughs> Why hasn't she come on here? She needs to be here with you. She I would love to hang with her. Freaking best. I, I am so in love and obsessed. You I know what's funny? I never told her this. I'll tell you. So Mary Lou Henners, who we're talking about, she was in Taxi, Taxi and, and a million Evening things. Shade and right, right. 27 Hallmark movies. Right. Mary Lou Henner. And she's one of eleven people in the world with this. Um, yes, which I didn't know at the time of this. Sto- I didn't know memory. at the time of this story I'm about to tell you. I'm brand new in Hollywood, and I go to Spago, the place to go. Sure, I dress up in a nice suit. This is back in the days I knew you with the mullet. I had a little bit of a mullet thing going on. Yeah, I'm, I'm like flock of seagulls almost. So <laughs> there's a reference. I love it. So. I go to Spago and she I'm at the bathroom and she walks and stands right next to me. Now I'm I'm not good with women. I'm not I don't have smooth. Yeah, yeah. So what came out of me was we met before, didn't we? That's what came out of me. And now and and she's going, No, we didn't. She I'm going, didn't. no, I'm going, no, we look really you look really I said, You look familiar. Pretending I don't know it's Mary Lou Henner. I've never told her this. That's my rap. I'm going because I don't want her to think I'm a star fanboy. Fan, yeah. No, no, I'm going. No. Yeah. You, you look familiar. Was it um, Joe's house? And, and and she's literally like kind of like shutting me out, like going, no, yeah. don't even go there. And now I find out she is the greatest memory, one of eleven in the whole world. She, she remembers. Remember. So she would have remembered me. One hundred percent. She yeah. would have said we met on. That's what she does when I say, "Oh, Craig, Craig Shoemaker's coming to the show." Oh, we met on. You but know. of all people, for me to do that on. No, that's not. I don't good. even think I've ever even tried that rap before. And <laughs> so people, here I was listen, on the person has a great memory. We were standing on the corner of the street one night after the show, and this woman comes up to her and go, "Oh my God, you are on that show, Love It or List It." 
the realtor on Love It or List It. You know, there's like a woman on there who's yeah. got like dark hair. That's who they thought it was. And then they came back about two minutes later. They said, oh, my God, we're so embarrassed. We just realized who you were. Right. And we're, I mean, it was it was really funny. Now, did she, like, now how does she – she doesn't care, right? She's not she, – No. She's not offended. She is the sweetest, most I real – I mean, it's unbelievable. And I, I would say one night um, she, we were going to go out to dinner. I said, I'm so sorry. I got two friends that are coming tonight. She goes, bring them. Bring them. How did you guys end up doing attendance-wise? Did it pick up? Yeah, I mean, it was, it, it was you know, the last week was really good because it was it was a three-week run. I don't think yeah. they expected a lot. And also people were starting to be a little nervous about the COVID, and this right. was the first show they were trying to sell 100%. And, and she's selling to people that are more COVID paranoid. She's not going for a 22-year-old audience. Correct. That's what's going on with me right now. Yeah, I, be, I believe My people, that. like Lindy, refused to go out. Yeah. My friend Trevor wouldn't go out. I mean, I would call people, not hey, Trevor. I'm Trevor. Yeah. Trevor wouldn't go? No. Trevor. Oh, did my Massachusetts accent come out? No. Oh, that's right. You're for, oh. I'm a mass hole. Oh, my, my God. I just golfed with this guy for months. We were in this championship. We, actually, we won. But I had to deal with the Boston accent. I should have been paid double of, of the winnings. 100%. That accent is atrocious. Is the air broken? I'm a little schwitzing. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really? Well, I'm just sweating. Can you guys turn the air up, no, please? No, leave it. We're almost done. No, no. I'm thinking about maybe it's the traffic, and it's like going. Oh, I'm already wet. <laughs> All right, that was the fifth and final time. I'm already wet? <laughs> no, I'm just. My back is sweating. It's these chairs. I need a little ventilation back there. Please turn the air like. No, just I. Need I always a, get it wrong. I always say turn it up. You're turning it down. You're turning it down. Yeah, yeah, but no, we're fine. Don't do it. Don't do it for me. I can't afford the shrinkage. So how do you find? Let's go back to how do you find? I'll do a callback. How do you find someone's voice? How do you discover who they truly are? It's just a matter of working with them. It's and metaphoric too. Make, You're really becoming them. And and see, this is the other thing. The judges used to say all the time to these kids, these 15, 17, 19, 20 year old kids, "Who are you as a performer?" Some 30-year-olds that have been singing for their whole lives don't know who they are yet who, as an artist. Do you know what I mean? Like, maybe that's why they're doing a show like American Idol. Hello. You know what always bothered me, though? Tell me. When they sing it, when they're young and they sing an adult song. That, they're, that just, they have no idea what they yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, that's Like a 15-year-old. You make me feel like a natural woman. Woman! No, you're 15. That's right. <laughs> It's an unnatural woman. It's a very unnatural woman, you know, or it just doesn't make any sense I to know. me. Or they or they say, I've been dreaming my whole life. Yeah, for, for both years. No, I know. <laughs> I get it. But to see, this is what I work yeah. on with people who want to audition. I'm like, yeah. it's all about what song you do and that it's appropriate for you. Because it's very hard. Most of my students are between 9 and and 17, mm. and the biggest part of my students. And it's very hard to find songs for those people that have an appropriate lyric while their mother and father sit there and listen, like there's not a lot of songs you can do. I mean, there are songs, and um, I love trying to find those. But these kids, it's very hard. That's and it's also hard to tell them anything. Basically, I have children. Some of them. It, it, some of them. I mean, it's hard to, to criticize someone. I mean, or they hear it as criticism, especially if they come from that world of feeling criticized right. or defensive. So that must be difficult. You and by the way, I can't even imagine. How you hold your tongue back? <laughs> I don't think I do. That's why I started. Yes, used to say, no, that's why I used to say all the time, "What the frick?" Because I just like you know, I don't want to swear in front of these kids or oh, right. their parents. You know, we had David Archuleta when he was 16 years old. What the hell? I'm not going to swear. That's and that's Jordan Sparks was 17 when she was on American Idol when she won. I mean, the, you know, we have we dealing with kids and parents and 
right. that stuff. And you're right. trying to contain yourself. Yes, but, but the thing you must want to pull your hair out sometimes too. How about the I parents? I have like four hairs left. Right, it's uh, fake. But when you start American Idol, big fro. Oh, but now, now look, I got. Oh, now look what happened. I got four hairs for four brothers. <laughs> but here's the thing: isn't is that, that a Broadway play? Yeah, it is. Four hairs for four brothers. Seven, seven hairs for seven brothers. <laughs> okay, that's what it is. Um, anyway, but yeah, no, I. Uh, it's just, I, I love these kids. I mean, you know, you form a. I like talked about this with Mary Lou. The relationship between a pianist and a singer is like literally the most intimate you can get. And so, like people would go, "Oh, I heard so and so is difficult. How how were you and you worked with them?" Even like I remember working with Jennifer Holiday. Um, I did a cruise ship with Jennifer Holiday, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, "She is. You better be careful." And I had the greatest experience with her. Everybody I've I've never had a horrible experience with anybody. I think, and I'm thinking out loud now, I think it's because people have these expectations if they meet a star, and if you don't meet their expectations, which is always, you right. don't, um, you're never going to meet, unless they say, hey, come over for dinner. Right. You know, beyond that, they're just not going to like you because you're not responding the way they want you to. Exactly. Or she's relating to you as a peer and someone she respects. And someone she needs. You know, well, we have to learn too. her act right now. And so, look, that's why I've never experienced anything horrible with anybody, people go, oh, this one was a diva when they came to the Grammys. Yeah. I'm like, I never saw that in my whole life. Wow, that's incredible. Never. And well, I've worked, you know, I mean, I get to work with uh, Kristen Chenoweth, who I love so much. Mm-hmm. Well, what major talent. I mean, she doesn't major. have a diva rap, does she? No, 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 she doesn't. But she's well, loved by everyone. Yeah. She really she's is. She's beloved, and yeah. This is what I want to say about all the people that are successful in this business and including, and I hate to drop some names of people I've worked with, but I'm going to. Yeah, go. Bernadette Peters, oh. Patty Lapone, mm. Kristen, Mary Lou, they all rehearse so much. They I'm like, really, you want to go over that song again? Yes, that's why they're so good. Yeah. I the one thing I see with people that are that successful. And also they're that nice. Mary Lou was actually asking you for notes instead of just hanging out. How afterwards. about that? She, she's and go- she meant it. Yeah, she said, give me some notes. Give me some criticism. She said, I love it was notes. Opening night. Yeah, she tells me I love notes. Now, some diva doesn't do that. You're, you're no. not soliciting notes. No, I, not everybody would do that, but I, I love Mary Lou. She's totally has no ego when it comes to all that stuff, and right. I love that. She wants to hear if you thought something didn't work. or Yeah, especially funny. She's it. very funny, too. I didn't know, realize her brothers are like this great comedic You should writer. have his, her brother on. He's brilliant. Oh, I'd love to. Come Maybe on. you can manifest that for I me. I will manifest I will it. definitely send a car for him. You have to, because they'll never come from the Hollywood Hills. Okay. Is that, is that, was that a reference? Um, well, I, wa- I want to take these. Uh, do you ever deal with someone who is a little long in the tooth? I mean, like, like, sure. like somebody older that goes, look, my second act, like people have a second act. Like I, I'm not kidding you when I say I do have some dreams about being Javert. You're so funny. On, on, I mean, I do. I hold that. I even talk about it in my act. Do I, mean, I think you I, should do I it. I hold that as like, well, what else is there? I've done everything. I've done, you know, every, every show imaginable, 75,000 people. It's like, what else is there? What's my second act? Well, why would it not be that? It's because I'm too insecure. Okay. Like, have you, you ever worked with anyone this old? <laughs> you're not. First of all, you're not. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm older than the 22-year-old, 17-year-old, 16-year-old Adam Archuleta. I'm not him. He's still dreaming of... Adam Archuleta or David? Oh, is that his name? Oh, I got Adam Adam Lambert. Lambert And and David Archuleta. Not American Idol, like 
you know what? Follower, okay? You should be. I get Clarkson mixed up with the other one. With, with Carrie Underwood? Yeah, a little bit. All right, but let me just tell you this. The Idol, the American Idol fans are the greatest things I've Rabbit. ever seen. I, and I know, but they, whoever they're into, they're so into, and I love them. I, I interact with a lot of them. But they're into whoever they're into, but they are so faithful and amazing, really. I mean, Adam Lambert's fans are unbelievable. And oh, they are, yeah. you know, I mean, they're they're amazing. And they yes, him, they he really has a relevant. star quality to him. Oh, he was a star when he came in. And yeah. They, and, you know, for, I know Paula Abdul fought for Adam Lambert because I think, like, they didn't really, they thought he was too theatrical and whatever. I'm like, that's what set him apart, that he had that. Absolutely. You have to be set apart. Absolutely. Yes. Here's a question I have for you, kind of related to what we were talking about earlier. Um, the one disappointment, Disappointment, disappointing thing about Hollywood for me is I'm really into old friendships. I really value, you know, yes. the guy I brought to the yeah, show. You knew since you were 11 years old. Yeah. Or 10 11. years old. Yeah. And so he knew you when you were five, one, oh, or 13. He knew me when I was four, one. I mean, oh I was God. always tiny down there. So not what? No. Or, where would you come up with that? I don't know. That's worse than killing me softly with his schlong. I, I, that's, that's even worse. <laughs> Where could you go uh, with, I'm 4-1 down how there. How can you do that? Folded in half, babe. Come on. <laughs> so so anyway, I cherish these old relationships. The dog is literally looking at you like, she are goes, we still here? see that good stretch? Literally gave, are we still here, look. Uh, so uh, can we put her on the camera before do, we leave? Do some, do some of these people, of course, some of these people remain friends that you're, you know, text often and call often. One hundred percent. I still work with a lot of them. I still work with a lot of these people from Idol and stuff. And what about not working? Like your friend says, I want to have lunch. Like Lindy, I, yeah. you know, Lindy, me and Galligan, we get, you know. Should whatever. I show you my text today? I literally just text. I'm sorry to drop another name. I just text Paula <laughs> Abdul. And I was like, I'm not being L.A. Because we had said a few weeks ago we were going to like have breakfast, lunch, or dinner together. And I was like, I'm not L.A. You should have Paula Abdul. I'm not L.A. Flaky. I really want to see you. I Is really she with a guy up. these days? I don't know. But I just. Oh, you know, see? Am, see? Love, I, love I don't know her that so well. No, but she would. She you would know her love show. life. She like did. I, I get in everybody's love life. See, that's really good. I do. I fix people up all the time. You fix them. Nine down. marriages, I fixed up. Oh, I thought you've had. You've only had two. No, that doesn't even count mine. Okay. Then I'm in like double digits. Wait. So wait. Now, nine. You fix nine. People nine up? people end up married. I can't keep them together. Most are divorced. Right, doesn't matter. But, doesn't but matter. no, I fix up people all that's the time. So that's nice. my thing. Why and I, you, by the way, I have tried gay. I have not. I haven't tried to be right, I've right. tried. I have it. tried that, and I'm I'm okay with that. But not. I've, that I've, I've had some like you know some failures in that in yeah. there as well. well. You know, but I mean, where they go R really? But I I know more about like heterosexual world than yeah, I do that. So I'm really not that familiar with what someone would be looking for. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but right, it's wait, it's yeah, so no. wonderful though when when I see uh, you know uh, as a matter of fact we have a friend a mutual friend who's like full on found uh, found the mate and went lived for years in a closet our friend Jerry don't say the last name oh yes and I couldn't be happy of I know I'm so happy I watch his beautiful post. baby and see, yeah isn't that amazing I couldn't be happier for him now I knew him when he lived in the closet like literally of would have course. there was a woman we were next door neighbors in Philly. And there was a woman next door, and he would say that, oh, my gosh, she hot. And I'm going, 
And I knew. And I couldn't wow. for years. I couldn't have the guts to say, you know, oh, come on now. It's come me. On. It's she me. She doesn't have a penis. <laughs> so I would just go along with it. But I always wanted to say something. But and then, and by the way, when he announced it to me, years later, I, I did one of these. Really? <laughs> Worst acting do, of my life. Let me do it, do it again. I want to see that reading. Really? <laughs> That's actually good. It was a little like Uncle Arthur from Bewitched. Oh, my God. Paul Lind. Yeah. Do you know that we, my family, this is the weirdest thing, my family, Tabitha was in your seat. Oh, by the way, I want to play Tabitha. Was in what? The seat you're in now. She was no a few way. weeks ago. Yeah. Aaron Murphy. Do, 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 do. Oh, that's uh, my dream of genie. Ba-na, oh, my God. Ba-na. You took the, the the one they stole. Ba-na, ba-na, ba-na. Believe me, that song is on my mind. I have a 7-year-old, 11-year-old are addicted to Bewitched every really? day. Every day. Oh, I love that. Elizabeth Montgomery was my oh, favorite. Absolute stunning gorgeous. What about, did you have a crush on gorgeous. Um, Leslie Ann Warren as Cinderella? Or just me? That's that's funny. Leslie and I became friends. So I it, love her. Which is weird when you have like a crush as a little kid. Yeah. And then they become your friend. Right. And you're like trying not to, you know, trying not to go there. But you're just going, oh, oh Cinderella. It's, <laughs> it's she like, came over my house a few times, and I literally was like, Cinderella's in my studio right now singing. Right. It was and you're, crazy. It, it, people don't understand. Like, yes, we're fanboys, you know, yeah, of, yeah. of different people. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's like surreal, especially if you grew up in Massachusetts. I grew up in Pennsylvania. Yeah. You're not thinking, oh, I'm going to be, you know, I'm watching Taxi. Right. You think I'm going to go. Mar- I'm going to be friends with Mary Lou Henner. Mary Lou Henner's going to go, hey, Craig, great to see you. Remember when you were on my talk show? And I, was, I, I'm like, I mean, I know. It's, it's, it's very surreal. Did you grow up with money, no money, made up middle? What, what do you got? We grew up with, I think we were very, everyone in my family was very comfortable, but we grew up having to work for things we wanted. We did not get anything handed to us. No. You, my grandmother, we'd say to my grandmother, um, you know, oh, I want a new suit. She goes, come to the work in the drugstore for the weekend, and then you will get whatever you want. And we would go shopping, and, you know, she would get us. And same thing with my mother and father. We didn't get a, a car the day we got our license, and oh. we had family. Or ever, right? No, I had to buy my own. Of course you did. How much was your first car, and what was it? It was a 1969 Rambler Ambassador. Oh I got it in 1979, <laughs> and there was a bullet hole in the front. That, like the the old woman who owned it, like had got shot at. You spent two hundred dollars on that, right? I think it was like six hundred, maybe. Ooh, wow, that's but up there for a rambler. Mom. That's literally a comedian's joke. Come on, like you know how you ser- you have to have teaching a comedy. Tell here. me, you gotta have references, right? Go ahead. So then, when you're do- when you're going, oh, bad car. Literally, Rambler is near the top of the list, oh, if not at the I top. I love this car. Oh, I. Where you go, we go to alliteration. I'm driving a Dodge Dart. You know, oh, whatever. See, but that's funnier, Dodge but, Dart. But Rambler, no, it's rambling along. There's something about Rambler. <laughs> oh it's my just, god! It's 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 a funny word. Don't it's worry a funny about the heat. Um, here's the I, thing. The air is pumping now. Is it? Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. So I went to college to, at UMass. I went to University of Massachusetts Amherst, and my mother said, I, for, I said to her, I'm going to get a car. And she goes, I forbid you to get a car. You'll get a car. You'll drop out of school, and it won't be good. And I said, well, I'm going to show you and prove you wrong. I bought a car, and I dropped out of school. And, so, and then I moved to New York. I literally had like $300 to my name and uh-huh. a place to stay, and that's it. And then, you know, I moved out here because you're 
uh, of an age old enough to remember. Yeah. I moved out here in 1980, the end of 86, 87. That's when I moved here. No way. I swear to God. But I was the musical director for a brilliant comic named Waylon Flowers. Oh, my God. And of course. Waylon and Adam. Yeah. Well, from Hollywood Squares. Yeah. I was his conductor. And, no. You know, yeah. And that's how I moved out here. And I was just, he met me on a cruise ship. I was playing for this woman who was, who was my best friend, Celeste, who was his opening act. And he said, I need a new musical director. And if you want to move to L.A., I'll pay for you to move here. But now, and, Waylon and Adam, I heard, was nasty. Is that See, not true? I got him at I'm the talking end of his about, life. Yeah, oh, probably nastier. No, a nasty person. Dirty or nasty? No, no, like not a nice person, no, like no, nasty with people. Not with me, but I'm Paul sure. Lind, I heard that about. He ha- Listen. Paul Lind walked on stage in Ohio next to a sewage treatment plant. Yeah. And it was like, you know, he walks out and he goes, oh, my God, it smells like pussy, I think. <laughs> I loved Paul Lind. Oh, well, you I mean, know, you know, I literally wrote him letters to fix him up with my mother. Oh my God! It, oh, it, honest to God, I, I wrote him. I wrote him uh, two letters. You got to meet my mother. My goal in life, you know, y'all, you know, you had goals. Yeah, my, was to be the. I wanted him to adopt me. We would oh be the first God. father and son team on the Hollywood Squares. Oh my God! I, I was pictured. I'd like Craig and Paul Lynn for the win, please. Take it, wow. son. It's a sports question. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good impression. That's too. what I. Uncle Arthur. Look, I'm binge watching Bewitched. I have because you got two kids watching it. You know what they didn't back then? They would, they, was, uh, even my kids notice, they would use the same guest stars, cunts, like playing different parts. Like Mr. Oh, Whipple, funny. Mr. Whipple has three different parts on there. Oh, they use the same. Remember Mr. Whipple from the Charmin, right? Paul Lynn was a driving instructor before he was Uncle Arthur. I'm like, I didn't were, know that. Were there no other actors? Oh no, it was like. Some of them end up with big Dr. Bombay was started off as like a little guest role. But Richard Dreyfus was in it. Who was Dr. Bombay again? What the actor? I don't remember who that was. Uh, Bernard Fox. Bernie Fox. I don't remember. Bernard Fox. He had English. He had you know curled up mustache. Dr. Bombay and Agnes Moorhead. I mean, I loved that show. Oh yes, so that show. Alice Ghostly. Oh, the best. And so, did you know that uh, apparently it's the rumor was that Paul Lynn stole her shtick. Yeah, well, he, I heard he, that. I have heard that. Yeah, he, from new faces, because they, they talk were, like, and she talk like that too, yes. Samantha. So right. let me just tell you, this yeah. is my, fi- my. I love this, and maybe you'll be bored, but if you do, I'll get you a blanket. But this was my favorite. <laughs> um, when I first, the first time I came to L.A., Waylon and Madam picked me up in his convertible, like she was up in the thing, you know, going, Wait a Michael, minute. we're over here. Hold it. At LAX. did not come to the airport with the dummy. With hundred percent, and when he was outside, stop it. No. He put her on, like when I was walking out with my luggage. And he said, he said, tonight we're going to dinner at my friend Alice Gosey's house. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be so starstruck. And he goes, it's just you and um, you and me and Alice and her husband and Charles Nelson Riley and his boyfriend or his friend, who I think later he said it was his boyfriend. We go to this dinner and Alice Gosey serves um, calamari. And I was like. I was like, I said to Waylon, I can't eat this. I don't eat calamari. <laughs> and I was so I was so nervous about it. And he's like, just eat it. Do you have to be you have to eat it to be polite? No. And I ate it and it's one of my favorite foods now. No. Oh my God. And I was What, what a great freaking story. Out, freaking out. And we we're at Alice Gosley's house and she was amazing. I mean Charles Nelson Riley was there too. Charles Nelson Riley. So it was her going Patrick. Uh-huh, and him going, oh, 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 oh
Yes. <laughs> and Waylon, you know. And Doing that thing, And yeah. it was my first night in L.A. Please tell me that you are not telling the truth that this guy was a ventriloquist, and he brings... He wasn't a... He was a puppeteer. Okay, puppeteer. Yeah. You sound like you're... You, know, you sound like you're him correcting me. I'm a puppeteer. Not a ventriloquist, because his lips move, but nobody ever saw that. It's like my favorite year. I'm... I'm a, I'm yeah. not an actor. I'm a movie star. Stone. So. Like, I want to be a puppeteer. I could. I mean, a ventriloquist. Uh, uh, I'd be like, excuse me, can you let me out of here? That's so funny. She said, I want to make my daughter my dummy. And we have an act where I press her back and she opens her mouth. That'd be funny. And we do, uh, I go, hey, uh, I'll try it on you. We want to go on uh, America's Got Talent go together. Because I can't go on as me. Yeah. So I, I pull her out. I put her in a suitcase and I pull her out. And I go, uh, hey, um, let, let, let's sing a song uh, tomorrow. And, and then she goes, not even tomorrow. Today. Let's sing today. No, no, we're going to sing the song tomorrow. Let's not sing it right now. Jeez, Dad. I do this whole thing. Come on, Dad. That's good. What do you want to sing? You're always looking at the future. Look at now. We're in the now. I said, I'm being in the now. I'm going to sing tomorrow with you now. No, it's not class. Let's <laughs> so, sing today. And then I do, the song will come out. Tomorrow. That's good. Clears away the toilet. See, cobbler's is hard. It's funny. It's a C word, but it's funny. Okay. But so <laughs> we used to work. Remember Willie Tyler and Lester? Of course. We were in a that musical together. He was in it. And he used to have to say certain words that are tough for a ventriloquist. He was supposed to say, exposure, pal. That's the name of the game. Impossible to do a P. Exposure, exposure, yeah, it is. <laughs> so he would go. Exposure, towel. towel. That's the name of the game. And uh, so that's, uh, yeah, very. But he had his own, he did not have his own soulful voice. The puppet had way more soul. And I'm not exaggerating. No, that's the same with Waylon. This is a lot. Oh, really? You know, he had that. that The puppet puppet had more. Jiffy. Jiffy. Yeah, had more. Madam Madam was very fresh, but he wasn't as much. He's the setup for the thing. But they were all parts of his personality. Crazy Mary. but. That must have been like him. But he had other t- dolls besides Lester, right? Well, no, mostly Le- it was called Willie Tyler and Lester. So it was mostly Lester. And then he would come out and he would go, it was, it was, we were like comedians. It was like chorus line for comedians. Yeah, yeah. And he comes out, he has a little solo, and he go with a puppet. He's there standing. He goes, Oh, all I want to do is make a name for myself. And then the puppet would go, All I want to be, you're selling that I Oh my God! I used to <laughs> love him though. Two, Willie two different people. I love ventriloquists. I do too. You have to go home now. Will, Willie Tyler used to say, "I'm, I'm trying gonna, to get rid of you. Do not know, be angry I'm with gonna, me." No, I just got to tell you this one fun story. Oh, yeah, my, um, you know, in his act, he was. I learned so much about comedy from Whale and Flowers. I'm going to tell you one more funny Whale and Flowers story. So he did not. Now speaking of, I told, I said how much like you know, Patty Lapone and Kristen Chenoweth and Mary Lou Henner like to rehearse like every yeah. day, all the time. Mm-hmm. Waylon did not like to rehearse. He had been doing his act for a long time, and so I took over, and we were playing at the Trump Castle in Atlantic City. Yeah, and um, he, so he didn't want to rehearse, and so I like I had to be like the guy saying, "So I heard you went to a party last night." You know, like I had to set up all his jokes, like yeah, you know. And so I was like, hey, madam, I heard you had to, I mean, like, I didn't know how to do any of that. And so he, after the first show, he said, I want you to come up to my room. You and madam and I are having dinner together tonight. 
<laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. We go upstairs. We order in room service, and he puts her on, and he said, now just talk to her like you're sitting here. Talk. But it taught me so much. Wait a minute. I'm not did kidding. He, did, did, did he order food for Madam? No, I don't think so. And if he did, I probably ate it. <laughs> I had an eating disorder back then, too. That's not funny. Well, no, the other part's funny. Yeah. So you became that guy that has actually you did that with Mary Lou. So yeah, that's probably happened a lot in your career, like yeah. probably all of your career. Yeah. Where no, there's I mean, a relationship with you that happens on stage. One hundred percent. And so like even Mary Lou one night said to me, she's like, "Oh my God, this is like the most intimate you can get." I mean, it is like I'm breathing with this person I'm playing for. It's it's everything. Yeah. It's the best. Wow, what a career. Well. I'm so happy you made it here. Shoe, you're my favorite. Shoe, I'm now Shoe. It's awesome. So oh, for Christ. how do we find you on social media? I'm at the at Michael Orland, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-O-R-L-A-N-D, on the Twitter and on the Instagram. Yes. And my dog, I just sometimes get when I get worried about traffic, I get a lazy eye. Come here. You're going to end with a traffic joke? No, I you're didn't. Gonna, well, I, you're going to close with no. that? I'm gonna say gonna my close dog, with a callback. My my dog Jinx has her own Instagram too, J I N K S Jinx Jinx the Husky. Let's bring her in. Come here, come here, come here, Jinx, Jinx, dead asleep. That's She's how good so, we were. That's, that's how compelling this interview was. She Wait, you got to get her up at some point. Get her I, up now. Show show the camera. Should I get her up? You have to because we're leaving. Come here, monkey. We're closing. Come here. Come here, monkey. Literally. Literally looks. Oh, there we go. Come here, you little come here. monkey. Come here, Jinx. Jinxy. Come here, Jinx. Come here, we got to close the show out. Come on, put her on. Put her on. Okay, there you She's go. She's very tired. Why? She sure is. What are you doing with this dog? Hiking? Yeah, we did a big two mile hike today. Oh, you did a two mile hike? Come here, Jinx. Watch this. Watch this. She got. Look at this little monkey. Okay. Look at the. Look how sweet. I feel like. I feel like uh, Johnny Carson. You're Jack Hanna, who brought me an animal. <laughs> Uh, uh, Jinx looks like he's a. <laughs> it's a she. You want me to show you? Everything's a he to me. All right, whatever. That's how it works. All right, Michael, it was what? a real pleasure being with you, uh, hanging blast. with you. Let's do it again. We don't always have to have cameras and Fine. microphones. We can just go hang for like a <sighs> lunch. You, me, and Lindy. And you had so much makeup on. I have none. That's not fair. I have zero makeup on. I'm kidding. You look like you have makeup on. I do. No. It's, it's my color. It's the ring light. Is he's being serious? Do I look like I have makeup? No, you on? look good. I don't wear you just makeup. Look good. I don't wear. I don't. I don't either. I know. I wasn't saying you did. <laughs> okay, maybe a little. <laughs> look at look at now my dog. Oh, is, now now your dog's performing for us. All right, folks, listen. Girl. Follow Michael. Follow us. Enlightened up. Hopefully, you had a lot of education today and inspiration and happiness and joy and song. We all should find our voice. That's yes. the message of today. We can leave them with a message. I love that. I know you're a very message-oriented person. I am. And so, yeah, take that with you. Uh, find your voice and spread it around the world. Be you. Be true to you. Be unique. We're all individuals, but we're all one at the same time. It is enlightened up. And just remember, everybody, just keep this in mind as you're going through your day. You're about to battle with someone on the Internet. Enlighten the fuck up, will you? Would you? And get a vaccination. Oh, that wasn't good to say. I'll get canceled for that.